Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hope this is the right track. It is. Okay, here we go. Summer drinking, endless rosé. How are these fuckers not all in AA? Pretty people with booming careers. Lover boy, enough to last seven years. Hamptons clubs don't activate hubs in the out of the summer house. Oh well, oh well, oh well. Tell me more, tell me more. Will they take Hannah's calls? Can we see Carl's three balls? Shoo bop bop, 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 shoo bop bop. You're a loser and everyone knows it. Don't shut the door on me. Let's do cake. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. She just. That's my favorite thing about this episode. They just walk out. People are screaming at one another. And then they're like, happy birthday. It's the biggest, like, contrast. Carl's just holding that cake like, can I just fucking come in and give y'all this cake? Uh, This was a pretty egregious happy birthday sing, too. I know people were drunk, but it didn't seem like they could even match pitch at this point. It wasn't great. Y'all know how I I despise (sighs) the perennial happy birthday song. I know. You still have this wig sitting on your... Maybe it'll still. Right. Maybe it will looks, always be there. It looks like a dead Muppet mouse. I here. I like need the, the spirit the of Bertha Russell to be with me at all times. I did appreciate. It may have been a. Um, it may have been a typo, but on Patreon, someone said, "I love how Poodle checked Bertrand Russell." In <laughs> Bertrand, <laughs> the, if I, I could bring up Bertrand Russell on this podcast, that'd be a, even more amazing. I don't know who that is. Uh, it's oh god! What did he do? I think he's a an author. I appreciate. I have to say, props to our sissy meme queen Christina, our editor on that. She did a pretty funny um, Gilded Age edit for you. Oh, uh, church! Was good. If it was, it's in the disaster uh, is coming. Church! It's in the fifteen dollar watch long tier. Y'all, this is reality gazing. This is below debt. No, is be- this, this is wow. <laughs> this is summer house. Get it together. This is Summer House. This was a good episode of Summer House. Some Summer House. I just said before we started, I don't know. I don't don't even know if I qualify good episodes anymore. It was very dramatic. It was finally drama between, we're finally getting drama between the people all that live in the house. Now, granted, often, it's cutting it all. 
But um, no, often dog with the tongue. The, yes, don't that, do, don't make a kambali. That's too kambali. Yeah, yeah, often um, with the he thought now. I must but say, but it was drama between roommates. We haven't had this. It's all been well, outside drama with other people, and it made me. And it felt kind of just a little more stale. I wanted, I wanted all of Sierra's friends in the house, and I think they kept telling her, "Don't make this about you and Lindsay. Make this about Austin." And they would because that's never going to work. No, they were trying to like. Yeah. But I'm glad she didn't because. Lindsay's activated. She's very Hubs. activated. But, and I think this is going to come out more, but I agree with, y'all, Hubs has been activated since uh, Vermont. Yeah. She does not forget. No. She and does not forget. But no, yeah, no. they were trying to steer her, and Sierra's just too new to that. She's never and really I, dealt a lot with Lindsay. No. And I want to talk about the fact, and this happens on shows when people are drinking, when people are partying, and they sometimes decide... I'm going to have a go go have a conversation with this person when you're drinking mm-hmm. and you think something in your brain says we can have a rational conversation. Uh-huh. It's never going to happen. And they've, but to their, at least from all we've seen, only what two up two seasons I've seen, they've all done this. Amanda's the worst. Oh, at the this. worst. Amanda, but they've all done can it. Can we talk? Can we talk? Lindsay's done it. Like, they've all done it. Yeah. So, you can't fault Sierra for doing it, but... Well, no, I wanted... someone's birthday party, I would never would have gone You know, right? I would never would have gone up to That's what I was going to say. It is... And, y'all, Hubs is the most birthday-centric person alive. Oh. And... Yes. I don't know anybody who has a pool party and then gets on a mic on a sound system to thank everybody and... Well, we're going to... But the way she... (laughs) Suddenly became like she. It became a TED talk of Lindsay. It did become. We all create our fairy tales the way way fairy tales. She was reading it off her notes app. Yeah, we we have we were sold fairy tales differently than the way we were. Fuck it, just let's drink. Look at my tits. I got eggs. And then she goes play it, and then they play Taylor Swift's "Today Is a Fairy Tale." They did. But they don't have the rights to that. No. Bravo doesn't, so that's why we didn't hear no, it. No. Um, no, I, I thought it was a very dramatic episode. It was. Uh, I, part, I, I, am, I am, of course, rolling my eyes at fucking fuckboy often. Oh. Um, but I, I, and I know they could not say it at the time, but I want... All of and the girls were trying to say, "Oh, he's the reason why this is happening." I know, I know. he's but the reason. Before we get into this, though, we should though talk a little bit of some of our notes of because things led to this. Yeah, we could, we're going to talk about the big fight at the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that was the end, but the episode really... is called "Happily Ever Never. Never, Never, Never." Season six, episode nine. We had a hiatus. We had a week off. I don't know why. Did they explain? Uh, they didn't. They didn't. Eh, who cares? <laughs> it didn't feel like a week off. I don't Matt care. Sharp, Raw Dog just. I didn't care enough to speculate. Didn't uh, we weren't off? I want to just say one thing. I know. Uh, let's my first tea bag. Get it, yeah. do, we, do we have any announcements before we jump in right into this? Uh, we do want to remind people that uh, whoop whoop whoop. Low ticket warning. Boston, For our live show. Boston, Philly. Low ticket warning. Low ticket warning. We only have. 
Uh, ten tickets left for Philly. Ten, ten tickets left for Philly. I think we might have around twenty or eighteen yep. for Boston. Not Yo, a lot. We of will sell out. So do not wait. Do not sleep on Boston. Don't sleep on Boston. Mm-mm. Uh, Boston, Philly, low ticket warning. DC. We still have plenty. However, we sold a good chunk over the last couple Yo, of weeks. That's but, now. well. We are we are, we are the have the fortunate experience of having two very special guests on our DC on our DC show, and that is Aaron Martin and Mary Payne Gilbert Mary Payne from, Gilbert, Pink Shade. from Pink Shade. I will never be able to say Mary Payne's name any other way. Because I just see that as a rising pledge sorority girl saying, My name is Mary Pink Gilbert. Mary Gilbert. Been, my mother was a Trydale and I want to be one. I want to be one too. I've never I sucked love a Jesus. Jesus. in my life. Get ready. You're going Get to. Ready. <laughs> Get ready. Even Trydale suck dicks, y'all. Even. <laughs> I guess they do. I did, did you? You never got into you because you you weren't in a school where Greek life was a big deal. And they tried to be at North Texas, but they were yeah. a fucking joke. Oh my god, Greek uh, life was not at all. Yeah, I'm sure at Michigan yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> um, did you ever try to pledge? No. Did you? Ever, I'm not frat material. Did you ever try to hang out with frat boys. You know, I went to some parties, but mm-hmm. I was never. I was never accepted. All the sorority girls liked you because you were bitchy and you would say uh, yeah. things about guys. Yeah, I tried to get out before the date rape started. That's probably smarter. <laughs> yeah, that's probably smarter. Make Ooh. a quick exit. So quick exit. Quick exit. Yeah. Quick exit. Yeah. I'm not trying to make light of that, y'all. I just know it happens. So that's yeah. yeah. I think you're calling it. Yeah. Out. Um, yeah. I um no. So I don't know much at all. But I will say. I'm very excited. We're excited to see them. We're excited to be in D.C. Um, Nashville, we have tickets left for Nashville. Atlanta, Atlanta sold is out. sold out. So, but plenty, plenty. I think Nashville, we have the most. So if you're and in when, Tennessee, let's, we're in a big, the city winery there is quite big. So come on It's a now. large winery. It's a large winery, and we'd like to and have people there. We are very excited that we're going to be announcing kind of like the second phase of our Live, Laugh, Live tour after our Nashville show. We'll be yeah. talking about uh, additional dates in new cities. We've talked. We've mentioned. We've mentioned cities like cities in Texas. Mentioned like places yeah. like Minneapolis. We have. We've even mentioned the Ohio cities. We have talked yes. about Ohio. So, someone said. Someone asked. They said, "Are you coming to Louisiana soon?" And I went, "Well, maybe not maybe this in time. The fall. Maybe the shout out or not shout out, but." Hearts go out to uh, the people in New Orleans. They were just hit by a tornado yep. suburb. And Austin. Um, oh, Austin had yep. one too? All right, Last couple days. Sending it or out bad, bad to weather. Ya. Sending it out to you. It, right. it is kind of hard sometimes being in Los Angeles when you do see people with bad weather. And we're like, the wind has been awful here. <laughs> it blew open my window. <laughs> it was very bad. Very bad. I think that's it. We just talk about live show stuff. We pick royalty, y'all. That's it. We gave you the first two episodes of season two on our free feed, and now this we're, one's called "Mind Your Pig Business." Mind your out. pig business. Uh, episode three. Episode uh, three, uh, where it's dropping solely on our uh, premium reality gaze extra content on Supercast or Patreon. That'll drop on uh, those solely. Drop on, those drop on. Yes, because it, on it airs on Wednesday. Yeah. You won't even find it on picklefinder.net, and you can get everything there. I know you can. <laughs> Canadian sissies, apparently we've heard they dropped the first episode of Pig Royalty of this season. And the third. And then they didn't drop the second. I'm sorry. Fucking 
tweet and tag Discovery Plus, and we are, when y'all do that, we've been retweeting it. Yeah, not that we have a big Instagram. I think we have like three thousand people, but are on Twitter. But we still help. Yeah. We're trying to let them know the moose that pushes the buttons. Yeah, in some mountains, Discovery fired in Discovery Plus Canada. It took the day off. <laughs> I'm sad I'm in a relationship in a way. Well, I'm not happy. I'm not sad. <laughs> okay. I'm very it's happy I'm in a relationship. No, I'm happy I'm in a relationship for the rest of my life because I think I will be. However, I did always want to get fucked by a Canadian Mountie, and I never made that happen. I don't just know come, what to say about that. that hat, and they're just doing it. I think that'd be fun. Maybe when we go to Canada eventually, you can get mounted by a mountain. We need to move on. This is a weird area. I think, tell me you're not into it. Well, it's like a weird he rides up, cosplay thing. He, he gets off of a horse and he looks at you. Now, listen, here's the thing. I could just have someone who's about to plow me put on a mountain uniform. Not the just same. Just do that. Not the same. You know, it's too much work to get a mountain. Not the same. I think they'd have like a code of duty or something. They wouldn't be able to plow you. What, what? Maybe that, and maybe by plowing you, they'd go against their code, and so then you're having them break. That's the rules. hotter. <laughs> you have to. You for, for me to be turned on, it has to go like fucked up in some way. <laughs> <laughs> Toronto Mounties come at Poodle because we Ooh. we would like to go to. We're not going to Can- Canada, Can- Canada anytime soon because they're being very strict. About the border that. is very yeah. strict, but so, uh, we we are looking to go there. We are. Uh, let's start, let me start in with my tea bags here. Please. So, please. Uh, I just have to say that we, you know, it has been this whole season, this idea of Maya. It's like, I can't find anybody. I'm just like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it, it became clear for Maya, she is not ready for Dick. She's enjoy- not ready for Dick this I summer. I enjoyed this se- this little segment yeah. with her because we finally got to the bottom of it, and it's it's clear. I mean, they're like she's for her. Like Dick was great in theory. Like you know, you study Dick theory in school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. when there's Professor Dick, Schlong. yes, when there's Dick being mm-hmm. <laughs> secondary level Dick theory. Yeah. Uh-huh. When there's Dick being thrown at her face, uh-huh. she's like, you know what? It's too real. I it, understand that. that. That's it. Got real for her. It got real. Because, and then she's like, "Now, Dick. Now, Dick is Dick is not just in the abstract. I don't want this Dick. I mean, I don't think she thinks she wants that guy Oliver, who's hot. He is hot. But think about it. She's not ready. This is going to really bother you. But I'm about to say something because I need you to imagine something, and you're not going to like it. But imagine if you were in a committed relationship for all of your twenties. Not familiar. Yeah. Just even saying that makes my stomach tight. Because, y'all, your 20s is where you, I mean, that's where you fuck around and and do fun stuff. Well, here's the thing. The fact she didn't have any of that, and then it's, I I don't, I'm like, you don't need to date anybody right now. I think once you get out, if you are in your late 20s, early 30s, and you have been in a committed relationship, in since your early 20s which which is kind of it is your time to explore different options for yourself for sexuality and everything yeah. like that she seems like she has not had that chance no and it is and it is going to take time for her to accept that and she even says you know later on she talks about not loving herself 
I and I have Amanda. Although Amanda looks so fucking freaky with those light oh, ashes, that really has bothered me. But her and Paige were good friends to her in that moment. Yeah, how they were. Too, but, I I don't know if drunk screaming at you need to love yourself is really the most helpful. I enjoyed it, but I, but I'm saying it was a nice conversation to have. I mean, it, I think she were going to see her go out with Oliver next. I'm kind of. I hope production's not pushing that because it felt I'm like kind it of was pain to see that. Me because too. I agree with you. I don't. It's okay She's to say not ready for dick. It's okay to say I'm not ready for dick. I'm yep. not ready to date. That's okay. I just want to yep. like do my thing. Nothing's wrong with that. I have never condoned forced dicking in my administration. Have you ever been not ready for? Di- you know what? I'm not going to ask that question. <laughs> Maybe first thing in the morning. No, not even that. Not even yeah. that. Not even that. But there's sometimes if I've been been in a relationship where I've been seeing someone. No, not even then. Even then, I've been ready for dick. Yeah, you've always but been ready for dick. I understand. I understand what she associates dick with, mm-hmm. and for her, she can't have a fling. That's just not her. She also did. I mean, you've talked more about this just from personal experience. She did date a chef, and yeah. as you've described, you have no, you've described chefs as very brutal to be in a relationship. Yes, with. they are. So I don't know if he was that way, but it just sounds no, like they're it very, wasn't. They're all very self-centered. She she dated. She was engaged to Kwame, who was kind of a star on his season of Top Chef. Okay. Um, very much a know-it-all chef. Mm. Very much, very talented. But you could see how being with him would be hard mm. yeah you would have she would have to really be in his shadow it does seem like that and it makes sense that she seems not even y'all yeah, there's some construction happening so sorry <laughs> um not, that she's not even re- uh not ready for dick but also it's almost as if she's not necessarily ready to step into the light of no what, and i that's okay. I think sometimes people think if you're not ready to own yourself or or be in the light and take that means you're not confident or you're weak. I think yeah. there's nothing wrong with pausing, just taking an emotional pause in life and not necessarily. Yeah, you don't have to put yourself out there all the time. So why not go on a reality show where people are drinking? She did. She did. <laughs> she did. It does. It does seem like a, a it choice. It makes sense now. Where sometimes we felt like Maya's like, yeah, I don't really want to be here. It makes sense well, now because she yeah. wasn't. Re- I don't think I she would was ready love for to know the process she went through for this show. Yeah, I would love to know if she was approached or because she's I, Paige's friend, right? You know, that's always yeah, yeah. Come on, uh, it's always like it's yeah. like this show, y'all. Jake and I are. Friends. Yeah, right. We definitely we knew each, each other, other before the show. It is funny how I was. I went to this uh, the Ambi Awards, which is the podcast awards, and I was talking to uh, uh, the ladies from Even the Rich. Uh, Name dropper. Pardon. Name dropper. Well, no, I want to tell people a con. <laughs> I was just wasn't even hanging. I don't think the Ambies are that much of a name drop. I don't think it's like... Explain what that is it's not like for people the, who don't know. It's like the podcast Oscars. It's not like the Oscars, though. <laughs> like, Channing Dungy's not there, like, managing stuff or whatever. Who? The woman who's head of ABC, the Oscars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, anyway. No, this. so it's like a little award thing, y'all. Like, nobody... like. The head of Wondery's there. They don't know who the fuck I am, whatever. But I did speak to the ladies from Even the Rich. Yes, Arisha, you told me. And uh, uh, Brooke. Brooke. 
and, separate. And they said, they said to me, she said, do people ask if you're really friends? Because people think we're not friends and that it's <laughs> fake. And I'm like, I don't, uh, I don't think we could fake that. I don't know. I, and I've listened to them and we actually talked about doing a collab with them. We really liked them. But uh, I don't think, I said, ah, uh, when you talk about going to pick up your roommate because he's uh, stranded somewhere or uh, Poodle tells stories of me having a mojito party and I'm passed out by 3 p.m. I think people I think believe we're friends. Those help, but I understand why people think that because for, for some people, because it... Maybe because they're a more professional show than we are. Maybe. Because we're not. What do you mean, non-professional? <laughs> Anyways. What do you mean there's just hammering and going on in my backyard? <laughs> We're real friends, y'all. What's your first teabag? Um, so my teabag really is this. This I don't want to. So much of this whole episode was really just Sierra Austin. It was almost the. It really was the entire thing. So it's kind of hard to talk about teabags with yeah. not just talking about this happened and this happened and this happened. Right. But well, one thing. Can, yeah. But one thing I just want to talk about is. This is a theme that happens throughout is that the guys know, they know Austin's playbook from yeah. like minute one. Even Andre, he's like... Uh, Andrea. Andre, I'm sorry. Andre is like this guy. I call, call him Andy because that's easier. That's, that makes me not say Andre or Andrea. Yeah, I do call him Andy because I call him that. But he... Yeah, even he said that. I wrote that. He's like... Austin's going into this. He's like, I've done this before. Even I wouldn't do this. And I wouldn't do this. And then later on, y'all, even Luke has Luke a moment. Luke calls him out saying, stop being a fuckboy. And, and Austin's when like, I'm not a fuckboy. I'm not a fuckboy. What do you mean? So when Luke and Andy are calling you out for being a, a fuckboy, fuck you have achieved epic fuckboy yeah. status. Epic fuckboy <laughs> status. And when, I'm not saying that in a good way, y'all. Let, let me just make this clear. If Austin had not been stirring up shit with Lindsay and Sierra and all the other women in the house, this fight would have never happened. There would have been no animosity. No, but you also have it, it for, for people that they showed the clips, but it's not really enough. If you didn't see Winter House, Winter House yep. you're not going to get kind of all the backstory of because. Austin fucking played Lindsay for a fool in yeah. Winter House. In the she, very beginning, especially. In the very beginnings. And finally, she just kind of dropped it. Well, she, no, she, she dropped it. Into, she dropped it in like episode three and, and she, she got, got into, into Jason. Yeah. But she did say, and they showed this clip Lindsay full on said, I remember her going, I am in love with you. Yes. I'm in love with you. Love it. Love it. Love it. I love you. Love, 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 love. And Austin's like, Oh my god, why did you talk? You may take your love, love, love me. And it here it and it he talked about this, but y'all I would bet I would bet a hundred dollars if she I think she's in a relationship now. If Madison Madison if Madison LaCroix showed up on his doorstep, he would take doorstep, I can't talk today, he would take her back. A hundred percent. That's what he's still destroyed by he's her. He's still destroyed by her. Therefore, I don't blame her for everything, all of his behavior. No, but no, 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 this, no. that the the because he is a fuckboy before her. But the immolation of that relationship made him ravenous to be a fuckboy. Yeah, 
The reason why, y'all, he's trying to di- to dull the pain still. He's through fucking. Maya's not ready for dick. Austin's not ready for a relationship. No, he no. Needs, he, he's got to get mad. He needs to fuck Madison out of him. Yep. Because I guarantee, Sierra, Lindsay, whoever, some girl named Jennifer, whoever, <laughs> Georgia, There's always a Jennifer, a Georgia in South Carolina, wherever. Oh. When he's fucking you. He's thinking about Madison. Yes, he is. He is, y'all. And, that, and her brutal, aw, her, like, evil smile. He is. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That, anyway, so th- th- that led into, that whole thing was just about all the guys, if all the guys are calling you out. I have to say, and I'm not just saying this because now you're in love with him. Luke was quite attractive when Luke had a backbone and was standing oh. up to Austin. He did. It, he looked very handsome with his piercing blue eyes and long eyelashes as he talked it's to Austin. It's really weird how a conversation in the bottom and the basement of a theater, uh, bonding over whiskey, uh, changed everything for me. And it's not real. I'm I'm that easy to convince. Yeah, I think it could have happened in the middle of a Kmart, and you still would have been convinced. <laughs> and it's true. It's very true. true. Um, y'all, we're going to take a very quick break, and we'll be right back. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy. When it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. 
That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a -a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our song, Finch Song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last for Forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. So, my next thing, and this is getting more into the Austin Sierra, it really was the Lindsay whole thing, yeah. evil threesome uh, version. When Austin is talking to Sierra, she's like, let's talk. Can we talk? And I'm thinking, this is also a bad idea. And even Austin, yeah. I'm, not saying, I'm not saying anything good about him. Even Austin says, I would love to talk to you about this, but not now. Because anything, even Austin knows that anything we can say when we've been drinking is not going to help. Also, he's been not once, but he's been making oh, out with repeatedly. Lindsay repeatedly. Also, though, Which I, she said, he says, she kissed me. Did you notice that? He does say that. Yeah. He, what but, a dick. Well, remember how, how, how long we forget. It's been a while with Southern Charm. Although Patricia Altschul did post a new season, she said, coming soon. It'll probably end this summer. That's what I think yeah. in the summer. Um, they Austin, usually start airing it in July, something like that. Austin never takes responsibility. Yeah, right. He never has. He's always like, he always plays a victim card whenever something goes down. And Craig kind of does too. It's yeah, a very, they're all y'all, man, man it's boys. It's all the Peter Pan man baby. Like, I did nothing. And it's just playing women upon each other. Um, so, yeah, he's like, but... They've already made out several times. Yeah. He kissed Lindsay. We fucking saw it. Right. Now, but it's, it is interesting how Lindsay is convinced herself that they're just hooking up. Vermont. Winter House was only, remember y'all, four months Four ago, months previously. So she's already not in love with Austin anymore. Right. Do we believe that? I think any amount of alcohol gets Lindsay into fairy tale daydreaming mode. And especially a fairy tale daydreaming birthday party. Yeah. And I think 
And I, I think she's a little more realistic about it, but still not because Lindsay, even if you tell her, even though Lindsay likes to get dick and she's like, I don't give a shit. I just want to have fun. I want to do all that. That's, yeah, that's an act. That, that's an act. That's an act. Um, and Sierra is someone who would like to be that way, but she cannot be that no, way. She Everything be that way. for Sierra is emotional. Yeah. And I... There was just something that I wish, and I, I, I wish that Sierra. I guess she just couldn't do it because she was y'all during during that birthday song. You watched Sierra oh. was over there chewing on her fingers, and that was pissed. hard to watch. She was pissed. She was pissed. <laughs> the stank face. Because I don't think when Austin said, I, "I'd love to talk to you," I don't believe that. I don't no. think Austin wants to talk to her. No, I sober. I, I drop, totally agree. Full, full but I'm stop. but I'm saying it is the better idea to tell Sierra. We can't do this right now on Lindsay's birthday. Uh, yes, and, and, or when we're drinking. But it's the thing that Austin is chef's kiss at doing. He sends mixed signals more than anyone in the world because if you think and he about gets by with it, what's led up to this? I know. I don't think he's yeah. an amazing dick. He's just so fucking charming. He will he will make you think you're the only person in the room. And he's the and that's the deal. Some some. Mostly, it's it's all usually men. A lot of men have that star quality. But he's that been can flirting do that. with her all. If we look at when he's came, when Austin oh, showed yeah. up, he's been making Sierra feel like she's the only person he wants. Yeah, pardon, pardon me, I hiccup. Only person he wants to be with in the house. But I agree with you. I'm and then thinking, he goes, "What are you talking about?" I'm thinking Lindsay's aware of Lindsay's aware of that more than Sierra oh. is. Oh no, no, I'm and I'm just saying that she's. Not and so this is all. Wait a minute. Just yesterday, you're flirting with me. Right. We're going out to dinner. We're dancing. We're kissing in front of Lindsay. Right. That was not. You know, that it feels maybe because we had time off, but he was just treating her like she is his girlfriend. But he never says the words or anything. Yeah. She said that. This is kind of going into that as far as Sierra and Austin. They uh, Paige or someone brings up that they. They talked about in Vermont. I couldn't remember when they had a talk in Vermont. I think he Austin said he did, wasn't ready. He said he was. He said, "Okay, so he said he wasn't ready for a relationship." Yeah, he he basically, she was totally into him, and then she even came this summer with feelings of she's like, "I still have feelings for him." Mm-hmm. Um, it what should have happened was if if Lindsay had been. Recept- if Lindsay had been vigilant enough to know- notice that Sierra was already having feelings, Lindsay should have cut- went up to Sierra and say, I'm thinking of inviting Austin. Oh, that's not what Lindsay does. But I know, but I'm saying, th- I think that would have that would have made things a lot easier with Sierra that she had checked, that would have validated Sierra's feelings that another girl in the house said that. At- but that's not Lindsay, you're right. Lindsay, the words Lindsay... Validate another woman's feelings <laughs> never go together. Fair, she's fair. Never. She's ever, a man's woman, y'all. Yep. She's a man's woman. She will, including Danielle. Only Danielle, <laughs> maybe. But even if it really came to it, Lindsay would step over any woman for a man. I agree because Lindsay always thinks about herself when it comes to men, which was why she's so great on reality television. Yeah. Yep. Full stop. It's. It, when she looked at Austin when they were fighting, she's like. 
Can we go out? <laughs> Can we go out? <laughs> Can we go out? I ooh 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 ooh. Um, yeah. It's uh, but I I just want to was was it my tea bag? I believe. Yeah. So I know, it's that kind of, this one's not as much. It's tea messy because it's all. I just happened. want to talk about Lindsay and Carl's commercial for the Lost City. Did you see it? You probably fast no, forward right through I it. Did, did. They did a commercial, and Carl was in like that Channing Tatum white blonde wig. She's like, she looked great too. She was painted. Her face was beat. Oh wow, she looked great, and so she was kind of they were kind of making fun of themselves in that commercial for The Lost City, which kind of looks interesting. And I never say it about Sandra Bullock movies. Do you believe them that they're a couple now? You know, I do. I watched the Watch What Happens Live. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I made it through it. I. You know how I hate watching I Andy Cohen interview people. But it convinced me as well. That's what it did it for me. Yeah, it did. I believe there are a couple. I, you know what it was? Her, when she was talking, he was looking at her. Yeah. And that's when I could, that's when I knew it. Yeah. Y'all, he's digging her down good. Yeah. She's happy about and, it. Wow. What a, you could even see a big change in her then. Yeah. Yeah. Because this is Lindsay. What we're watching, y'all, we're watching classic, activated, messy hub house. Because, well, what she's doing, um, and I agree. I mean, I like Sandra Bullock a lot more than you do. I love Sandy. Um, the Lost City does look good. Mainly because I think Daniel Radcliffe looks really funny in it. He wasn't he, in the trailer. Oh, he's the villain. And he's, oh! Yeah, he's funny. Um, so, I... What Lindsay is doing is that we ought to do. We've done this moments, and you know when you you go through some experience, whether it's a relationship, and you think you've changed. We try to in your twenties, poodle. What happens when you're in your twenties and you date a guy for like three or four months? You start to get serious, and then they have to. I'll, their wife finds out or whatever. Or y'all break <laughs> up. Hey, hey. I'd like to argue with you, but yeah. You just go back to your old ways. Yeah. You can't do that in your mid thirties. It's a lot that, harder. It's a lot harder to do that in your and Lindsay. You is, need it. You need a whole day of recovery. Well, just not even physically, but also emotionally. Lindsay's hanging on, I think, to the last dregs of trying to go back to old hubs. I think that's a very astute opinion. And now, I agree. And now that and that is that to me what makes sense. Why Carl then would be because I think she's made an about face. It now Kyle. Has never. Weirdly, there was no Kyle and Amanda drama. You know why? This episode. Because Kyle wasn't blasted drunk. That's true. He said, I don't, we're getting along like old times. And I said, it's because you're just kind of tipsy having fun. Yeah. I give you like four more shots of alcohol. And if people were paying attention to you and drinking with you, but they're not, you and Amanda would be fighting. Interesting. That could be, that could be very true. Think so. Um, what's Where your, are we? What's, what's your, next? What's your next one? This is. Uh, what, well, I mean, we, can I we talk about? Like we let's just talk about the fight. Into, yeah. It really begins with Lindsay. This was I, I saw it start to happen, y'all. This was a car wreck when Sierra said, "Lindsay, can we talk?" And just now. that phrase, and she said, "Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not." <laughs> now, y'all, Sierra, that should have been when you walked away. And knowing you don't want to tassel with Lindsay right now. No, but what kind of makes this great? Here's the deal. Lindsay is, especially old guard, Lindsay's kind of been, I have to say, 
it's a much more interesting cast now that, in some ways, now that Hannah's gone. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I've, I've missed Hannah because... Well, Hannah was the main Lindsay antagonist before but, this. So, Lindsay doesn't have it, but what's happening now is Sierra is standing up for herself. But what happens when Hannah's gone is Paige yeah. becomes a much more uh, confrontational Paige, which Danielle and Lindsay... Or don't know what to do with. Yeah, that's true. Because they're not used to Paige being that way. Because Paige, no, they is usually, are not. It's usually kind of sitting, trying to calm Hannah down. Yes, like a Maya. If you notice, yep. Maya, who has really been this with around Paige, she talks more of a game. But Maya is completely well laid back. On I this. think Maya knows. Maya's a, a Maya doesn't have any emotional skin in the game, and she knows the worst thing I can do is activate Lindsay because yes. it will not end. Maya well. reads a room better. Yeah. So anyway, I just think the dynamics of just the changed house is, and of course, Ma- Amanda's oh, still Amanda, but yes, that Sierra pre- pushing her was fucking gold. Just because Lindsay, she Sierra thinks she's going to get Lindsay to crack, but Lindsay is the most no. stubborn person on the house. It was, I I was watching that happening, and I'm thinking, where is Paige? Where, where is, is everybody? Paige? Y'all need to get in there. And and stop this from happening because this is y'all do this anytime. Do it when Lindsay is finally starting to come out of her yeah. hangover. Yes. And she might be halfway receptive. Maybe. 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 If you're lucky. <laughs> Maybe. Um and or especially if you got someone like Carl to talk to her first. To to kind of butter her up. Yeah. Um, but they she keeps pressing it forward and she just leaves. Yeah, that's when she's like, she, "Can we get out of here?" She goes. Well, no, she goes and does no, the remember, costume change first. The, the Dan- Danielle, like C- Sierra, makes the mistake of calling Lindsay a sucker ass bitch. Yes, and Danielle, who can't wait to stand up for Lindsay every chance she Danielle, gets, Danielle, who has no skin in the game, decides that now she does because really well, Danielle has no business butting in. They. Produ- the storytelling showed us this. This was going to happen. I don't know if yeah. you saw it when da- when when Lindsay actually asked her. All I'm asking for you to do is make sure I have the best birthday, and that yeah. I don't care. Yes, because that's when Lindsay's drunk in the bedroom. And she's like, I can fuck whoever I want. Right. So and you also see Paige says this like, but you see that this isn't just. I don't believe this is just a casual fuck for Lindsay. Not that she loves Austin. But this is payback. I think it is payback. I think I could see how that's real. Um, That's Lindsay. But what I want to say that there will always be, and it is something that's been since about since Hannah and Paige came. Basically, since all of the younger women started coming to the house, and it was Lindsay. Since all the people who were Lindsay's age uh-huh. weren't coming to the house anymore, it has always been the young woman versus the it's older. It's not women. even about them. I agree. I think for Lindsay, it's a deeper thing. Of she's so concerned with getting older yeah. and not being and, viable, and, and not Sierra being, is the youngest of all of them. She's the youngest, and she's arguably the, the prettiest. Hot, hot, hot. She's yeah. fucking gorgeous and can. Yeah. Have, so I agree. Lindsay is threatened by and, that. Well, I, that's what I'm saying. That's why Danielle that's is true. also never, Danielle is the same. She's the old guard. In the same kind of thing. And so it's a little turf protection here. I agree with that. And so it's it's really interesting. And all I can think of is 
this was all what Paige said in Winterhouse. Can you believe all these girls fighting over or Austin Kroll? No, none of us can. Yeah, there's at the kind of at the they intercut back and forth a little bit. They that fight kind of dispels, and Lindsay leaves to go. I think do another costume change. But then Austin and Sierra have this conversation, and you see Ugh. why Austin is such a piece of shit. Because this was awful. Sierra, Austin looks at her. This is what Austin does. He did this with Madison. He does it when a girl gets upset. He gaslights her and acts like she has no reason to be mad at him. Right. And it's not that. So this is what I want to ask you. I just we were talking because Austin told her in Winterhouse, "I don't want to be in a relationship." Is everything he said done? not exactly? He said, "I'm not ready." He said, "I'm not," which ready. is different That's than different. what you said. That's very true. Yes. Does that excuse his behavior of how he is kind of? Nothing excuses this behavior. Okay. No, I just wanted yeah. because I think that Austin's going to say, "I told her I wasn't ready." Why is she acting like a crazy girl about this when I've no. done nothing? No. The reason he why he looks at her and says. What the fuck? What the fuck? The reason, like he did nothing. The reason why he's saying that is he thinks she should have. He thinks that when she, when he came to that house, she should have instead of being coy with him, mm-hmm. she should have told him how he she felt the first night. She should have made the first move. Oh, that's what. It- that's what in his thought he says. Well, look what you did now. I'm gonna. I would, the, see, Which is in, not what he wanted. No, no, no. He's just using in it as Austin's a, to mind. In Austin's mind, he thinks these women should fight each other for him. Oh, yeah. And what? But the weirdest but thing. Yeah, you'll never, he'll never say admit that. that. But he's 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 basically saying, well, you know, I had to like have fun with Lindsay, with Lindsay, because you were ignoring me. You you did not tell me you did not beg me to be in a relationship with you, because Sierra was being coy when when he got and not there. Expe- yes because they don't they both don't communicate well and, and this they- is getting back at her on in on that level yeah I agree with that so because Austin's very he won't admit it but he's very oh sensitive. worse than Craig because then oh worse than Craig <laughs> and so because then later Austin is like trying to. Uh, Andy's in the room, and Austin pushes Sierra in the room, and he's trying to shut the door. And it's oh, Paige's Lord. room, and he shuts the door on Paige, and Paige fucking goes well. All off. all of the women in the house who aren't who haven't fucked Austin want hate Austin. Well, and I think Paige <laughs> is they're fine now, but I think she's bringing all of the Craig fucking Kristen Cavalieri. Yes, all of it. All, she is bringing deck. Layers, layers of layers and layers of just of being over fucking fuckboy men. Yep. And she, she, where do I have it? She starts yelling. She's like, don't shut the door on me. Don't. And he's like, you're a fucking loser. Yeah, that's, what where, she, yeah, what that, that's where she calls him mean? a loser. Um, Hi, Pate. Can we talk about this? Because it's already, like, it was interesting earlier in the fight when Sierra, did you notice when Sierra asked Austin when they were talking in the kitchen, she said, how do you feel about me? And Austin is completely avoids that question yeah. and doesn't say. And that's such a, y'all, if someone's, not, if, men are mostly direct. Men usually are direct. I, think. I disagree with that, but. I, I think, 
if a, but if a guy is not being direct with you, if you call a guy on a question or anyone really, a man or a woman, and they're not direct with you, there's your I, sign that they're not that into you. Kind of. I disagree that men are direct. I think men would rather that men, the, the modern, the modern man, the man in 2022 is not direct with women. I think uh, there is, they're, they're expecting women to make the rules about what communication will be. Okay, I can see that. Um, I don't think men are direct. It, it, I think mature men are direct. Yeah, that's probably a better question. Um, is not mature. And, and I think men who, who are, I think, and I think men who are non-committal or afraid of com- uh, commitment are not direct. They would much prefer that. So I would, I would say that men, I don't think men or women are really direct. You've really dated a lot of fuck boys. No, I'm just being honest. I think you know, a lot of women would agree with me here. No, I agree with you. Um, I can see that, actually. I, uh, the definition of mature men, yeah. Yeah, but I don't even – I think directness in what I want is, is rare for a lot of men. I think Paige, especially the ones we see on television. Yeah, especially the ones. I think Paige called it when she said, "It's a bait and switch." The Austin that Sierra saw in Winterhouse is not Austin. This guy, hundred percent agree. This is the real Austin. I have to say, hundred percent. I agreed with everything. For me, Paige was the all star this episode. Yeah, everything she said, I went yes, 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 yes. Yeah. And when she said, uh, "What was it?" When she was telling Austin. Um, you uh, and I, I, I even like it that even Danielle, even though she's pissed, she's like, this guy has two strong women at each other's throats. And Danielle is trying to make peace. She's yeah. trying to like, because really, because Sierra and Paige are still buddy buddy friends. Danielle and uh, Danielle and Lindsay, they have no emotional attachment to Sierra as zero. She, they do. They just live in a house together. But yeah, they don't really have any emotion, any mo- attachment to Paige. They really don't. Barely, barely, y'all. Yeah. Because they don't hang I out. I still say Paige and Lindsay can't stand each other. No, I don't think they ever well, no. have because Th- of Hannah. Is, this is why I'm saying, y'all. There's a generational divide yeah. in the house. But also, if you haven't watched prior seasons, Hannah and Lindsay really hated each Ooh, other. Oh yeah, <laughs> and Paige was Lindsay's number yeah. one. So remember that scene when Lana, Lana. Hannah and Lindsay are talking. It's like near up thing. And, and Hannah's like, yeah, but that's what you told me. And Lindsay's like, why are you talking like that yeah. to me? And yeah, it was just does. like, God, they hated. were oil and water. They were oil because and water. That's there's true. a lot of similarities there. But like, and Hannah would call Lindsay out on her stuff. And no, and no one does that. No one. Do- she and would call Hannah and Kyle. Yes. Uh, and that's why. And that's why she was good on the show. She was good on the show. I know a lot of people hated her. But up till season five, I was a Hannah fan. Was, uh, five is just where she kind of was. Yeah, I think she wanted out. Own she wanted, she out. wanted out. Yeah. yeah, she was kind of spinning. Oh, and that guy, fiance, toxic fiance. I agree. I just want to say one thing, and that's all. I don't have much more to say. But when they are going, oh, I want to talk about the. I want to talk about the Lindsay, the Lindsay Page fight. Oh, that's yeah. That's what I'm. Okay, yeah. So, uh, where they're go ahead. No, it's that. So y'all, they're so Austin and Paige try to talk. They're talking and they they're kind of having a civil conversation, and then Lindsay comes up 
and Lindsay says, it, it, Lindsay's trying to, trying to rip. She's like, I don't understand. Lindsay's doing the whole, I don't understand what's going on. And Lindsay said, there's zero talking, zero talk. This is not my problem. And, and Paige looks at her and says, is it, she says, do you think Austin's behavior has been poor? Do you think he's, he's like been playing you or CR? And she's like, not my problem. Yeah. I excuse everything Austin did, which is, uh. so, which is saying then, fuck Sierra. Even yeah. though Lindsay won't admit that, that's what it's saying. And so Paige goes on, she's like, Paige Fool is like, dude, I fucking took up for you all weekend. And she's like, that is bullshit. And Lindsay's like, apologize to me. I don't understand what Lindsay wanted to be apologized well, for. That's what I was confused about. This is, this is, I, maybe I can bring some light to this, although I can't understand, I can't understand it completely. Mm-hmm. Paige and Hubhouse are working on two entirely different moral codes. Yeah, that's true. They Paige has a very strong one that's pretty, well pretty ethical. For Lindsay, though, this is all about the code of who's been her friend the longest. Yeah. Who and also men supersede anything like that. Yeah. And Lindsay also is just used to people saying, That's Lindsay. She's erratic. She'll say things like that, and people excuse it, excuse it. because of the dy- the kind of dynamic of her personality. Yeah. Um, when she is called out about it, especially when she's been drinking, it's not going to be good. It's like as Paige said, she is more reasonable when she's been not been drinking, not been drinking. But when Paige said. She's like, sure. She said, I'm not apologizing to you, but you're right, Lindsay. You're always right. No one can ever disagree with you. Right. That's fair to say. It is. But when Lindsay's like, you need to apologize. My favorite, actually, my favorite moment, I felt like proud parent or something watching is when Paige said, I know I'm not apologizing. She's like, I just told you. She said, you can walk, walk away like you always do. And she said, she said, you always walk away. So now, Lindsay, I'm walking away I like you do to that. everyone. So watch It's me. true. Lindsay does walk away. But I, it's like that Lori Morgan so, song. I'm walking ooh. away on no, Witter. That oh, that's song. Kathy Matea. Yeah, that's, ooh. Uh, this is going to be a song don't I don't want to see me go. Just watch me. Ooh, watch me. You know what? You're going to sing that in a cabaret. Is that going to do a sequel to, to your Lori Morgan something? Was that red. a single or is that oh, a B side? Watch, watch something me you walk had. Away. Again, I need to know. It's, it was a single, it was popular. Okay. Ooh, just watch sometimes, me walk away. Sometimes you have deep cuts on albums <laughs> and I've never heard of them and no one else has either. All right. Um, but I want to say, uh, you waylaid me. I had something to say. Sorry. Um, sorry, sorry, sorry. But I know what it was. It We're watching kind of the devolving of a long dynasty in Summer House. Oh, I'm, I'm ba- trying I, to – I'm saying this like it's like I'm on A&E or something. <laughs> no, I you and I have been kind of foreshadowing – the I've been show, watching it for a long time. But the show has to change next yeah. season. Go ahead, speak we're, to this. We're watching a dynastic change um, because the younger girls are starting to finally come for the uh, older yeah. the older women And calling the them on their bullshit. Yeah, because it used to be they'd get in snit fights, but it was never overt. This is very- Hannah was the only one. If you look at the what the what the big fights have happened this year, we have them coming for Lindsay on Lindsay's bullshit. Because as Paige said, I believe this was she wanted to throw this in Sierra's face. Yep. 
Full stop. They earlier when Kyle was they're trying to call Kyle finally on his bullshit. Right. Through the vehicle of Amanda, but it's because they're all sick of Kyle's bullshit. Yeah. It's I agree. Yeah, it's a dynastic change. A dynastic change, you if you think will. You'd hear that on Summer House. <laughs> But the way you, I, you guys, if you go back to Summerhouse season one with those twins, and even season two with like Stephen and no Stephen Jules is season three, I believe. Um, but and fucking Jordan, who I think is season four. No, Jordan. Maybe Jordan's season three. I get them all mixed up. But um, I, those early Summerhouse seasons I watched when I was like folding laundry, so I was barely half there. Mm-hmm. Um. It, Summerhouse did not get good until season three, mm. and that was Hannah and Paige. Because it created this dynamic. Yeah. I, I agree. That, that Kyle, Amanda, and Lindsay and Carl, because y'all think about, they're having a fight in the house. Where's Carl? He's outside with his girlfriend, Mackenzie, talking about being triggered. It's, he is not meant for this you, house anymore. And do you think she was having a good time no. at all? No. And they, everyone was working so hard, y'all, to say, I think really Mackenzie really fits in because they all love Carl so much. They were trying. She was miserable at this party. And I'm telling you, <laughs> if they came back to try to be in Summer House as a couple, I don't think that it would, work. would be hard for Ky- or Carl and Lindsay's relationship because I think. Lindsay might want to try to be old Lindsay. Yeah. But Lindsay's been making changes, and I don't think Carl wants to be around that. Let's just say this to, to finish this up. Lindsay brings home a hot guy named Luciano when they fuck in the bedroom. And they fuck in the bedroom. And full it's on obvious. And Austin is just playing cards with Luke. <laughs> <laughs> That's the show, y'all. This was a, this was a bonkers this one. This was a bonkers episode. Like I said, I don't know. I don't even know if I can call. I've. I've never said Summer House was a really good show. Mm-hmm. Like I thought it was a very juicy show. It's it is trash. A, it is a, it's trash. And it's a show that I love because it never it never really aspired to be a lot. Mm-hmm. Um but this was a kind of a, this was a juicy episode. A juicy but episode. I that's why I was saying a dynastic change is coming. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. Winter is coming for the old guard. Y'all go to realitygaze.com. That's where you can get all the information on our live shows. Or if you're on our Instagram, click on that link um, that you'll see our means there. Follow us on TikTok. We're almost up to like, I think like 4,000 people on TikTok. Wow. I know. it's very, um, People enjoy our memes, which is fun for us to do. What a, what, a, what a big TikTok people have. Like millions. Oh. Yeah. So <laughs> not, you were thinking like 20,000. <laughs> You're like, we're a quarter of the way there almost. Want to fly Continental Airlines <laughs> to our next TikTok summit? JetBlue. Yeah, exactly. No, that still is an airline. Oh, that's still an airline? Yeah, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, exactly. We'll go Value Jet. Value Jet. <laughs> we'll go stay at the Palms in Las Vegas. Yeah. I think that's closed now. What was that hotel that we went to Vegas? You said, we've got to go to this casino. Circus Circus. Jake was like, y'all, we've got to go to Circus Circus. It's so nice. No, I said it's fun. but No, you did say it's nice because it was like 12 years ago that you went. Yeah, when I went. Yeah. And we walked in and and Jake looks around. I'm like, this is a (laughs) shithole. That's what he he just said it really loud. And a woman walking by a waitress who like in her 60s just kind of looked at him. She's like, you're right, honey. You're right. Get out if you want. You still can. 
Oh boy. You also go to, we would love to see y'all live on the road. So come out and see us uh, and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You know the drill, everybody. Um, share the show. Sharing's caring. We're having a good, if it's, Ugh, we needed this season of Summer House. We needed it. This has been a pretty good season. It's been pretty good. We I'm going to say. All right, everybody. So remember, if you are planning your own birthday party, <laughs> and you want to celebrate the age of your eggs versus the age of your actual body. Yes. And if you have three outfit changes. And a, and a, and a, pot, and a carton of Plan B on your cake. And a carton of Plan, <laughs> yeah, and a carton of plan B on your cake. And you... And you have, uh, and somebody comes and, and picks you up and throws you in the pool and you get water all up your nose. You come up out of that pool water. You shake your hair. And what do you say, poodle? Who's chasing? Who's chasing? And the slow part at the end. In September, they'll all go back to their Google Hangout, their Zoom and their Slack. And even though summer came to an end, They'll continue to be best of friends on Insta. Summer's nuts because of these sluts. But, oh, what are you going to do? That summer. Fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 